welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Today, I have Anitre Roland here with me. Welcome, Anitre. Thank you for having me, Abby. Yes, it's so great to have you here today. So why don't you tell everybody, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Um, as Abby stated, my name is Anitre Roland. I'm a 47-year-old single mom of the most inquisitive, adulted 11-year-old. <laughs> I'm working on my first startup. Um, I'm just currently home. I work in healthcare the majority of my life. You know, but due to our nation's current state, um, that's a bit um, a hard feat right now. I was per diem, so um, I'm no longer needed, you know, due to my per diem status and for, you know, health and precautionary reasons as well, you know, because it's just me and my son. Um, I started working on my startup, Emerging Access Services, in 2018 because I worked in healthcare. You know, I saw a pain point. Um, I'm a bad patient at times. Well, I used to be a bad patient at times. When I would visit the emergency room, I would just be like, when when is my turn? Or when do I go? And how many minutes I have left? You know, and I just noticed once I worked there that there's a protocol, you know, there's there's a a way things are done. So I learned how to be a better patient. And I saw a pain point and I said, this must be addressed. It has to be a way that the people in the, the staff can you know, coexist in a less um, volatile, anxious environment, you know. So that's how Emerging Access Services was born. Um, It's just me and my son. I have a little bit of family up here. Um, I moved up here from Brooklyn in 2000. And I'm just basically a late bloomer. So I'm just starting to branch out currently and um, do my thing. And so why don't you tell everybody a little bit too about what what is Emerging Access Services? Like what do you, what is the service. Okay. Emergent access services is basically your emergency room timekeeper. Say you have like a sprained ankle or your tooth just hurts, or you just have a cough that won't quit. You know, you're going to visit the emergency room, but you're just fretting the visit, but you know, that's where you're going to go. And it's just what it is. Um, statistics showing that people with primary care providers, people with um, regular physicians use and prefer the emergency room because they feel everything is there, like they, they have access to everything. So in this case, in less emerging cases, emergent access services will allow you, the patient, to pre-register with your name, your address, identifying information, and possible symptoms. After that, you'll be able to access a way you like to travel to the hospital instead of an ambulance or if you don't have a car you'll get transportation options like uber lyft or medical transportation that'll offset a lot of unpaid emt invoices as well and you get a choice if you want to speak to a registered nurse a licensed clinical social worker or a patient advocate so what emergent access services does is allow you to do all these things ahead of time so when it's your time to come to the emergency room, Emergent Access Services will alert you, hey, listen, it's almost your time to be seen. You can start heading over to the emergency room. 
So once you get there, all you have to do is identify yourself and do your, your um, statistics, your vitals. And you get seen right away, in and out. Like a, mm. like sort of like a drive-through with compassion, but you don't have to wait in the emergency room. You don't have to be a hallway patient because that happens when you go to the back, you're in the hallway. You don't have to wait in an overcrowded emergency room up front where the likelihood of you, you know, getting sick now with COVID-19 is a great risk. So now you get to stay home with your things. If you have a sick child, you get to have your child home if it's not an emergency emergency with the things that they like, their teddy bears, their television, their games, you know, until it's time to go. So when you get there, like your your stay is not daunting. It's not like a three, four, five hour thing. It's not like you're clocking in for a job. So yes. that's what Emerging Access Services does. It lets you come at your allotted time to be seen in the emergency room and get seen, get in and out. Yeah, so that's awesome. It's like not only making it more convenient for people who need to go to the emergency room where you're not sitting there waiting all day, you have options for transportation, but it's also got to take a lot off of the emergency rooms as well. Yes. Um, right? My goal was to make the um, environment less anxious for staff and patients because now the nurses or the um, registrants or the unit clerks can focus on the emergencies that are coming in or they can take a well-needed break because now they know with emergency access services what's coming in. Now they know the time frame, So now they can do other things. You know, they don't have to, you know, sit there and then have a patient like I used to be coming up to their face. Is it my time? I was here before that person. Oh my God, this is taking forever. You know, they don't have to deal with that. And that kind of makes life a little bit easier for them. Yeah, it takes so much of the stress out of it. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what this tough decision you have in regards to your business is? Like, what's going on? Okay. Now, like I said, I've been working on EAS since 2018. Um, I've joined Accelerators. I completed Collab New Haven Accelerator. I've completed Health Haven, um, Health Haven Hubs Accelerator. I've pitched at Collision, at Collab, at um, Haven Hatch. Um, and I've got a few um, grants. We'll put it like that. I've gained a few grants. Okay. Being new to business, I'm not well seasoned. Um, I'm learning as I go along. I'm picking up as I go along. And I'm hearing so many stories from different advisors, different mentors, different business people. Um, well, you should give equity or you heard of angel funding or you heard of venture capitalists or um, are you bootstrapping? Like all these terms was coming up and I didn't understand them at first. I'm in need of investment monies to build a minimum, minimal viable product to, you know, just to monetize a software development team and then have um, them run back in work and do beta testing, UI, UX, um, you know, upgrades, updates, if need be. And I'm having problems with um, getting funding for this part of it, this aspect. Um, I'm currently bootstrapped. I've been saving what I can, but it's difficult being a single mom and still having bills coming in. And it's just me and my son, his father is not present. Um, so it's just like, it's hard. You're like eggs or app. 
bacon or egg, you know? <laughs> so I, I'm in need of sound advice as to which way I should go as far as funding wise. Um, should I maintain the integrity of my equity or should I just keep saving up and wait until I have the money to build? Will it be too late? Or should I accept um, funding if given? Should I accept funding, you know, and what would the, the terms of that be? You know, like I'm really having a, a problem um, understanding what type of funding I would need and how that will work and will it be uh, fair for everyone involved? So I just don't know which avenue, which route to go. Um, when the option arises, I wanna make sure I make the best decision that I'm not, my ignorance in, in reference to this doesn't mess me up in the end, mm -hmm. yeah. So you've got this amazing idea, right? This thing that could really help emergency rooms, really help the community who has to go to the emergency room to have yes. a way that this system can kind of work way better than it currently works. But yes. you need the funding to be able to develop the software and make it like a real thing, a widespread thing. Yes. Um, so what I'm hearing is you have lots of different people giving you their two cents. You've kind of got all these different avenues. Should you sell some equity from the business? Should you accept funding? Should you just try to kick it on your own and bootstrap and save? And Should I get a loan? Should you get a loan, right? Like there's all these different avenues um, to get this kind of dream of yours funded. So yes. my question for you is how do you typically make a tough decision? Like when you, when you typically have a hard decision to make, what do you do? I go to advisors or um, entrepreneurial friends of mine. Um, I have a few entrepreneurial friends, um, Samari, Paul Nett, uh, um, Marie Rocha, uh, Fran Pastori from the WBDC. I kind of like knock on their doors like uh, virtually <laughs> and I nag them for information or I bug them for information. Or I'll just, uh, you know, LinkedIn is a great networking avenue and I have a lot of contacts in LinkedIn. So I'll throw a few questions out there. But, you know, everyone has their way of doing things. So I'm getting a bunch of great information and I'm trying to like, dissect it you know if i hear something more than once maybe twice maybe three times i kind of go research that avenue but yeah, i'm just so, asking other entrepreneurs and business people yeah this is an important reason like why i asked this question so when you typically have a decision make you're asking other people what they think and then what i'm hearing and i might be projecting on you here is that you get a little overwhelmed then with all the responses that I'm are pulling so you very, yes I get so very overwhelmed. And then I get as frustrated and upset with myself that um, I don't know these things and I can't do everything at once. I came to terms with that, but I get upset with myself not knowing and that maybe I can be taken for granted, you know, and I just don't like not knowing, but then I, I take it easy on myself. I say, you know, I've just became an entrepreneur in 2018. So I try to look at things that way, but still it doesn't negate that I don't know these things and I'm in the the avenue of entrepreneur. Mm. So almost what I'm hearing there is like, you ask other people and then you're kind of makes you feel bad about yourself. Like you don't know enough or like you, you. Well, that when they do give me their advice, that it takes me a lot to 
process it. And then I have to research, you know, and I don't know exactly which avenue should I be like researching. So I just do all four. Like, what would it be like if I get a loan? What it would be like if I get an angel investor, a venture capitalist, um, give away equity, um, keep saving on my own. And that's the most dreaded one because it would take me forever to save enough on my own to at least pay a web development team. They start at 30 grand. So that would take me forever to even have a conversation with them. So it's just very difficult and very hard. Um, I'm patent pending. So I was told through the patent company that it's groundbreaking, it's authentic, you know? So I don't want the situation to be where I, because of resources that I can't build and I'm taking too long and then someone else comes and takes my idea mm. that have the money. Yeah, so it's like all these different avenues and trying to decide which one's going to actually lead you where you want to go before someone else can beat you yeah. to it. And that's in the back of my mind and that frustrates me. Yeah, yeah, totally. I totally understand that. Now I want to, I want to chime in here because I feel like this is good timing for me to share this with you. Um, so actually listeners don't really know, but I'm really passionate about something called human design, which is you find out by putting in your birth information, um, you know, you get, you can get your own unique chart and, it, and it's a system that really helps us to um, learn more about ourselves, learn more about our energetic body and our energetics and learn more about like how we function in this world, how we best make decisions. So I did pull your chart, Anitra, and one of the things that jumped out to me was your incarnation cross in human design. And your incarnation cross is kind of your life purpose. It's like your soul's purpose. And when I read yours, I was like tingly's up my spine because oh, I was wow. so on point. And I'm going to read you directly from the website oh, wow. that I pulled it from. Thank you. Yeah. So you have the right angle cross of planning. The and and what this website says um, when I was doing some research on it is you bring the energy of enthusiasm for finding a better way to do things for the collective. This logical energy is amplified when you identify with or are passionate about what you wish to improve. You tend to do this work by taking ideas and deeply analyzing them to make life better. Your key role is to bring together the spirit, the cheerleader, and the talent while looking for the depth of the solution. Your challenge will be finding the resources to make what you need happen because you need to find that outside of yourself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's I, just like everything I just was telling you about. I just was speaking all these things and you just gave the answer. That's like everything. So they're telling me too as well that I need to ask for help and I need to look for resources outside of myself. Mm. Wow. And I do look at things and I go, there has to be a better way this could be done. Not that the way it's being done is a bad way. I just look at like improvement, you know? Yeah. That is so true. That's yeah, so it's true. cool. The energy is like in your chart. You <laughs> are someone who is here to look at things and be like, there's totally a better way we could be doing that. And um, to share that idea with the collective. But I do feel like that the message here is that, yeah, you do need to reach out to others, ask others for support. Like you're, it's... Um, it's almost like you're bringing together the different pieces, yes. and the different people to make it a thing. Like you can't expect to do it all by yourself. Yeah. Are you someone who typically tries to do everything all by yourself? Not for, uh, 
I know it all or for selfish reasons, for I don't want to burden people or I don't want to impose on people reasons. And I need to stop that. I need to know that um, there are people willing to help. There's people who's willing to um, spend extra time with me and to help me out and that I'm not a burden to everyone, you know? Yes, 100%. Yeah, because I'm used to being turned down, you know? Yes. When I ask for help or when I ask for things like I'm usually turned down by personal people in my life. So, but I've learned that people I've just met are supporting me way more than people I've known for years. Um, mm. I'm getting great support from the entrepreneurial um, community and um, it's it's really overwhelming. It's, it's weird to me. Like, cause it's not, it's a new avenue to get this, you know, I'm trying to figure out, is it authentic? Is this real? You know, but um, I'm receiving some support as far as just information because knowledge to me is priceless. Like I'll take knowledge any day over anything else. So that's a big piece to me. Like there's this element of like, when you've reached out in your life before, people have shot you down. Um, you maybe felt like you were a burden. You maybe felt like you didn't deserve to receive help from others. Like you didn't deserve that support. Um, and so I'm curious, like, how do you, how does that feel to you? Like, do you feel that anywhere in your body? Is it like? It feels, I like it. I'm evolving. Um, my circle is changing. My tribe is changing. Um, the real me is emerging. Not saying that I, <clears throat> excuse me, not saying that I wasn't authentic before. I just held back a lot because I wasn't, I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel comfortable. But they make me comfortable. They make me feel safe. They make me feel like it's okay to laugh goofy and ask questions that no questions are a dumb question and, and depend on them. Like I usually don't rely on anybody and they say they're going to do something, they do it. So this is just all new to me and I feel at home. Mm. I feel yeah. at home because I'm the kind of person that you can rely on. So I'm meeting like-minded people and it is usually just would be me overextending myself. But now that I have people um, willing to do that for me, it's just, it feels like home. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, you're emerging. Like you, when you said that, that really stuck like emerging into the real you or the mo more of who you are. I think you said, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you said that, I'm like, Ooh, emergent access services. What's better than emerging oh, yes. into your full authentic so yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> Oops, sorry. You're, you're no, that's cool. I, I, hey, I trust curses more than I trust people who don't curse. I think people <laughs> who cuss a lot are honest people. I tell my son that all the time because I cuss like a sailor. He goes, my, like your mouth. <clears throat> and I tell him, I trust people that cuss. <laughs> but I'm trying to clean it up. Yeah. I I so I already sound like a... a, a a little mafia woman coming with a knife, like I'm gonna f and f you up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to clean it up to be a, more of a lady, you know. So not offended. Well, good. I'm glad we're so not you're amongst your people, so this works out. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So where do I want to take this next? So I think 
I want to ask you. So as you emerge into this new Anitra, like this, this person who can receive support from the people around her, who um, I feel like as you're stepping into this, like as you're pursuing your passion, the universe is almost bringing people to yeah. you who are like-minded and who yeah. will support you and entrepreneurs. How, how does that feel? Like, how, how does that feel to you? Like this, this growth and this mo- movement forward? It just... Like you said, it feels like the universe is meeting me now at my vibration, my frequency. Um, before I just would be um, sullen, depressed, sad, pessimistic, hopeless, but all those things have changed. Um, optimistic, um, no is not a bad thing to me. Rejection is not bad because if you think universally, a no is a yes to something else or something better. A door closed is a door open next the one you're supposed to go through you know so I look at all things that I don't come like I well we'll use the word fail at I lose I use that as a lesson or I use it as okay it's just I have to wait for my correct door Mm -hmm. I have to wait for my correct people I have to wait for my correct phone call so that's how I look at it all now Mm -hmm. um I wake up happy now to get up um, I used to fret getting up in the morning because um, it was nothing for me to go after. Um, I just felt hopeless. So um, now I wake up. I'm excited at night <clears throat> for the next day. Um, I'm learning new things. I'm meeting new people. And like I said, these people feel like my people. So it's just all coming together. It, it's a little overwhelming because... Um, it's new and I've never had it, mm. but um, it feels right. Yes. Yes. I love that. So if you were to picture yourself a year from now, two, three years from now, right? Emergent access is services is like someone is invested and it's happening and you're developing the software and your business is soaring and like you are just absolutely crushing it. What, like, what does that feel like? Like, can you envision that? Can you, can you bring that? I see it. And like at the finish line, I don't stop. I keep going. I want to invest in women and and people who will be in my circumstances that I'm in right now. Um, I want to be a philanthropist. I want to do wraparound services for um, entrepreneurs like myself that, needs A to Z, you know, from start to finish, like the whole scope. I want, I can accelerate it, but more personal because it's a never ending thing. There's no end date and it's, it's continuous, um, refunds, it's continuous, um, advisory, it's continuous mentoring. Um, you have a forever home. Mm. I want to be able to give them what's lacking right now with me and that I wish that I could get right now. You know, I want to give them like that fire to wake up like, yeah, this is going to get done. And I have a backer and, and she doesn't want my equity. and She's honest, you know? So I want that for the people I want. I want to help. And Ooh. So you said my, something there. I want to talk about that more. Yeah. So you said that when, 
one, two, three years from now, you would like your business is going great. You're investing in women. You're bringing it back to the community. But you said that whoever invests will not have equity, right? Mm-hmm. So is that something that's important to you? Is that something that doesn't feel so good? Um, I would step down as a CEO if a co-founder was to come along that brings more to the table and can take EAS where it's supposed to be. I would absolutely share equity fairly and I would have no problem with sharing the equity because yeah, the money is going to be good and it's probably going to be very lucrative, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it honestly because I see senior citizens in the ER that look so miserable and, and sad and sometimes alone. I'm in there because I go there with my son and he's screaming and crying about his stomach pains and I can't do nothing about it. And I'm looking at the nurse with like begging eyes, like, please help him. And there's nothing they could do. I'm doing it for those things in those times Mm. with that. Just can get in and out. Like it's not just a whole thing like mm. that they don't have to suffer you know I don't like suffering of people I don't like to see people suffer and I don't like um seeing sadness in someone's eyes and things like that so I think what I'm also hearing in that that statement is that it's really important to you that whoever does invest in this business is in it not for the I mean of course there is that that equity piece but not just for the-, for the money that's honest but don't make that the the the, voc- the focal, if you're in it because you're passionate about people, I appreciate that. And I appreciate mm. the honesty. Yes. So I feel like these couple of things are helping us to get clarity here on what, what avenues are best for you. So we've got, you could sell equity. We've got, you could receive funding from someone without that piece of equity of the business. You could keep doing it by yourself. Now, we know that you want it's important to you that whoever, however this, however this money comes in, however this business gets funded, that the person or the place or the business is cares about the same values as you do. Like that is important to you. You're not willing to sell your soul for this thing. No. So when you think about these couple of options in these few directions, you could go to seek funding. Like, how are they sitting with you? Let's talk through. Let's talk through it. Like, I feel like there is one you probably know you want to do. So let's get to the bottom of it. <laughs> and by the way, you're a great, um, you're great at what you do. Um, I you. see now during the third quarter that <laughs> that's what you're doing and it's awesome. Um, I want, I want to receive investment monies from an entrepreneur who understands the way things go knows that there might be some risks, but that they feel comfortable with whatever contracts they had drawn up from their attorneys or whatever in the return that they should receive, knowing that there's a a maybe, a yes, and then a no, that it won't happen. So that's what I would like for the person who's investing to understand how things go that I'm not getting investment money from someone just as in the dark as I am. <laughs> and that they feel like after they give me the money, they're supposed to get it back the next week. <laughs> no, I, I want the person who invests in emerging access services, preferably an investor 
to understand the way things work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and to, to really be like ready to grow with you, not just right. um, to turn it into a come good on as family. To come on as family. Like that's the truth when you have a co-founder or a team, like you guys should become family. Mm-hmm. Not in an intrusive way, but in a way that, you know, you guys really bond because you're going to spend a lot of time together. You're going to be in each other's business, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's good that you form like a strong, a tight bond. So Everyone it's needs a- to safe. It sounds to me, and I am projecting a little bit here, so definitely correct me if I'm wrong. Like, you kind of know you don't want to bootstrap it. I think you used the word dreadful or dread. You dread it <laughs> earlier. I would no, know it is, is really no way that I can save up enough to do that on my own. That's a big undertaking. Yes. And this is this kind of service that you're talking about. Like, when you first reach out to me, it's a little out of my ballpark. I don't know a ton about it, but... Um, yeah, it's something that could really grow. And if it's going to be in all hospitals, you, you need some investment money, right? You need, yes. a, you need a software. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we kind of know that that's out. And now we know that we, we kind of know you don't feel that comfortable selling equity. And it sounds to me like you really want a partner, someone yes. to walk this path with you, a yes. co-owner, a co-founder, I think you called it, um, to go along this journey with you. Yes, yes. If you're wondering what the heck is this human design you keep talking about, head on over to my website, abbyvaletta.com backslash human design to find more information about what human design is, how it can help you in the five energy types. There you will also find links to find your unique human design body graph and information on booking a reading with me if you wanna go a little bit deeper and find out what your chart says about you. If you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram at Abby Valletta. And then I think my question for you is, how can you open yourself up to receiving that support? Like we know there's an element here where you aren't used to receiving support. You aren't used to getting that kind of, um, you know, you're a single mom. You feel like your friends and family haven't always necessarily supported you in that way. So how can you allow yourself to remain open so that this person can find you? Pre-COVID, I was attending every networking event available. I was there. I was mingling. That's where I met a lot of the entrepreneurial women and a lot of, um, entrepreneurs period because there were some great guys as well um I've been networking I've been showing up I've been um talking and 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 connecting and I know that if COVID-19 wasn't the situation right now in our nation that I would probably already have found um a co-founder or just a good fit it's just now everything is virtual so it's kind of difficult because, yeah. you know, it's just hard. You know, yeah, you want to get a feel, you want to meet the person. Everyone's, you know, following the COVID-19 restrictions and stipulations. Oh, yeah. It's definitely been a year where we have had to adapt. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so what is what is a way that with the new, like with everything going on this year and how everything has changed, what is a way that you could 
continue to put your message out there and continue to really let your values come out like and your values and why that you are starting this business come through well um i'm still on the email list of a lot of people i receive um emails about events that are coming up and things like that a lot of the people i receive emails from we've been in the same room at the same time at one point um and they've connected me to another lead of people that i might not have met in person but um I'm very organic. I'm very transparent. I don't try to use big words or pretend that I know the business. I don't pretend. Um, So that's how I feel like I'm connecting because, you know, a lot of uh, investors, they want to know what you trying to, to get them to invest in. And they do their due diligence on their own. They don't want to hear a bunch of numbers and a bunch of um, tech talk and things like that. They want to know what problem is this solving. And I'm good at explaining and expressing a problem and a solution. So that's how I feel like I come across um, likable to investors and to future people I meet just by remaining authentic and organic. Yeah, and continuing to put yourself out there and continuing to um, speak to why you created this service. Like, I think if you want someone who has those same values as you, who kind of understands where you're coming from and is like, wow, this is so cool. And I really like want to invest in this and want to be there for the journey and not just someone who's going to like sign, take equity and you're never going to hear from again. Right. Um, Yes, I want this for you so much. Thank um, you so much. Oh my God. It's so see now I got enough. See, we met and we're gonna probably be friends till we're old. This is good. See, that's I how, love this that. is how it happens. This is how it happens, you know? And it's 11 11, Abby. When you said oh that, man. 11 11. Look at that. So I, I couldn't have timed that better if we tried. Yes, I'm about the numbers and things like that. So when you said yeah. you were gonna do the, the, the thing, I was like, wow. She's like me. We She's into that. Cool. Yeah. And actually, I would love to touch on that a little bit more because I didn't even go go through too much of that with you. Okay. Um, so you are a one three manifesting generator um, with the um, channel, the Jack of all trades channel. So manifesting generators, you guys are like energetic beings. You are here to be passionate, to be multi-passionate, to have lots of different things that you love to do. Um, a lot of times society tries to put manifesting generators into this box of like, you need to pick one thing. You need to have one thing and stick to it. And for the manifesting generator, especially with the Jack of all trades channel, that's really not going to be appropriate for you. You're really the kind of person who needs to, um, try a lot of things, do a lot of things that one, three, that profile, um, that's your people who, learn by making mistakes. Like you're our children who I can tell you a hundred times that you'll burn your hand on the stove. But once you touch it and burn your hand is when you're going to learn that you shouldn't put your hand on the stove. Right. So one three is like, you said that earlier that you're a late bloomer. And I was, I was cracking up because I'm like, Oh, she's a one three. That's perfect. People who really need to experiment like with life, you need to try a lot of things. You need to do a lot of things. And it's over time that that wisdom really starts to, um, you're kind of honing your wisdom. They say that for one, um, that third line profile for one threes, you 
you start to settle down, your experimentation phase starts to settle down around age 40, which I think you said is coming up. So I'm 47. Oh, you're 47. Okay. So it's yes. already happening. Probably you're, in, you're yeah. in the realm of settling down. Um, yeah. So you guys are just know that about yourself. Like um, it's written in the charts. Like that's, that's part of who you are is to be a little like all over the place. Society yes. doesn't, does not tend to accept that. Um, so just knowing like you, that that's a thing that's going to show up with you. You also have the gate of ideas and the gate of opinions, which means you probably have lots of ideas, lots of opinions. Um, you might feel overwhelmed. You have so many ideas. You don't even know where to start. Sometimes those ideas are never finish. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're not all for you. The ideas, like sometimes, a a piece of that is like, those ideas are for you to share with other people, or it's, it's almost like in terms of what's going on in your business now, I think that that really lines up. It's like, yes, this is an idea that's yours. And you have that, like, you're a little scared that someone's going to scoop it up. But you also know that you need to share that with others. Like, yes. there is this piece of like, your ideas aren't yours to just be on you to, to bring into creation. Does right. that make sense? They were given to me to help the collective. So yes. Yes. It, it's, it has to be done whether I do it or not, it's for everyone and it has to be done. And you're right, some ideas I'm giving, I'm supposed to, you know, pass along mm. and give to some, like uh, I contacted the Blind Brothers who have this clothing line and I asked them, what do you guys think about putting on a corner of each dollar bill, a little bit of Braille, so people with eyesight problems or blindness can count their own money. Whoa, what an idea. I have the greatest ideas. I get them all the time. And they sent me back an email and I'm just waiting to um, hear from them about more because I feel like that's something that could be easily done. Yes, so and I feel like- can count their own money. That ties so much into that incarnation cross I read at the beginning, like that is so your life purpose. It's like, you're here to be like, this doesn't work. Like there's such a better way that we can do this. That's more inclusive for yes. the collective. Like is what I'm hearing. It's like, it's more equitable. It's more inclusive. It's more accessible for everybody, which yes. I love. I'm so all about that. Um, yes. Yes. I'm an ideas girl. I can give you so many ideas that has never been done. And I'm like, wow, how no one's thought of this humbly. I'm saying that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Thank you, God. You know, I get I get ideas in my sleep, like, and I wake up and I write it down. But I do I get a lot of ideas. Being a Gemini and you said a manifesto three, whatever. Like you said, we're all over the place. We need to conquer staying and finishing in one place, and then going to the next. Or if we're gonna start all these things, at least finish all of them, because we do. We jump from boom boom. We like oh yeah. new shiny toy, oh new yeah. shiny toy, and you run off and you guys actually work really well that way you work really well like multitasking uh manifesting generators a lot of times like you're our people who might have lots of tabs open on your computer and jump back and forth like that actually is it's a better way for you to work than just one thing and then the next okay. thing so okay. society likes to tell us like you need to do Focus. one and then the next and then exactly and for you guys you actually work best if you're kind of like multitasking and doing cool. multiple things at once so it feels natural that way yes yes very that goes like very along with your chart you had a lot I'm glad I love talking to people because like it's so cool how much the charts like really click in with people's personalities it's um, so true you have a lot in your chart around like determination being really determined um 
And what else did I want to say? Oh, and then you have emotional authority in human design. And that is something I wanted to talk to you about because emotion, authority is our decision-making process when it comes to human design. And what it means to have emotional authority means that your emotions are constantly affecting how you make decisions. Yes. We, yeah. I have emotional authority as well. And how it works is we basically are constantly experiencing this wave of emotions and you might one day be really high and one day be really low and not really know why your emotions are all over the place. And that's actually really normal and really appropriate for you. Um, they call it the emotional wave. And, um, well, the world calls it bipolar, but okay. yeah, but we in human design call it the emotional wave. And it's really learning to like harness this wave and knowing to, um, that for you, it's really going to take time to make decisions. Like yes, you shouldn't be rushed into making decisions because when you're at a high point, like if you're like, everything is good, this is so exciting. And someone asks you, Hey, can I find your thing? You're gonna be like, yes, I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. Drinks on house. Yeah. yeah. And two days later you might be like, I don't like this person at all. Their values are not there. Like, Right. You might regret it. Or yes. vice versa, they might reach out to you and say, Oh, I want to fund you. And you're like, No, I'm in a bad mood today. And oh, three I days later, you'll be like, You're in a high point in your wave and you're back around. And you might be like, Man, I missed out on the opportunity. So just knowing your emotions are constantly affecting, you do not have to answer to people right away, ever. Don't let people tell you that they do. Um, my favorite go to is, Let me get back to you. When That's someone- in my meditations yeah. every day to be able to be balanced and control my emotions and um, just speak from a balanced place. Yes. Like a neutral is what we we say. A neutral. Yes. When you get to that neutral point of your emotions, like how does it feel then? You know, like you felt it high, you felt it low, like wait, get clarity, like feel really clear. and like, okay. And you might not feel really clear. That's the tricky thing with emotional authority. You might never feel a hundred percent clear because of your emotions, but just knowing that taking time and processing and thinking it through, like feeling into it as you move through your emotions is going to be really key for you. Um, looking at your chart, like you have a defined will center, you have a strong sense of your value, a strong sense of what you're worth. Um, a, a defined spleen, you probably have a strong sense of intuition. Like you might be like right away, Mm-mm, that person's no good. Yeah. Like all set, yeah. like go with that. Like that is very appropriate for you. Um, so actually going and asking people for their opinion, isn't going to be so effective for you. Um, yeah. and a lot of times what, what we do, I do this too. is like, I ask people for my, their opinion. And then I'm like, that's not what I wanted you to say. Like, right. I know what I wanted to do at the start. I don't know why I even asked because when we no one gave for confirmation, like we want to hear it twice or three times, but we want it to be our opinion. <laughs> exactly. So just knowing as you move through this business and as you find this person as this investor, like you can ask people, it's always good. You know, when you're talking about business, like you say, you have a lot of mentors and coaches, like it's always good to get the input. I don't know anything about looking for an investor. So I'm not the person to really give you advice on it, but just knowing that to trust yourself, like, you know, you're going to know, um, when you find that investor, you're going to know if it's the right person or not. And maybe it takes some time to think about it, but yeah, like, don't, don't let what other people tell you when you ask for their advice trump what you know within your own heart and within your own wisdom are you speaking to your guides right now i think so i don't know what i'm saying it's just coming out of my mouth it's like your guides are talking to you right now but that's for another conversation 
when we go have coffee or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to re-listen to this. Sometimes I just like, I just turn it on and go. And I'm like, someone yeah. is telling you something. It's and your I don't guides, yeah. I, you, you were being, um, yeah, that's dope. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, you Yes. Yeah. So with all that being said, how do you feel? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about this decision? Do you feel like we are help? I'm helping you. Do you feel like you're coming to some clarity on the issue? Like, do you feel like you know what your next step is? Where are we at? Mm, I feel like I just made a lifelong friend. <laughs> oh my God, you're so sweet. Yes. But as far as uh, I already know, like you said, I already know and I just asked the opinion of others, but I want it to be my opinion. So I already know. Like, so I know that I want an investor. I know that I want to maintain my integrity. I know that of my equity, but I know that if I got a co-founder, that's my two options. If a co-founder came along, I'm willing to be fair with the equity. I'm willing to uh, make them feel, you know, taken care of and, and comfortable. So that's what I want. Yes. I love that. And, now, how can you, and this is just going to like send you off as this little piece, like how can you do the work on your end to keep yourself open, um, to remember like that you're worthy of receiving, you're worthy of this support. Like, even if you're not used to it, like this is an amazing thing. You have some really good ideas that could change the world. I the mean, world. These are, like you're talking about Braille on money. Like that is a huge step towards <laughs> a better future. So how can you remind yourself to stay open and allow this person to come into your life? Just practicing gratefulness, practicing gratitude, um, positive affirmations and telling myself that I am worthy. Look, <laughs> you see it? I don't see it. I don't see okay, it. Oh, oh, cause it's, oh, darn it. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to see it because of the well, thing. Well, I have all my positive affirmations up. Like, I am grateful. I am worthy. I am confident. I am successful. I am protected. I am wealthy. The universe rewards me. You know, things like that. I say these constantly because then it becomes a part of my subconscious, you know, and I really feel that way. So just practicing gratefulness, gratitude. Yes. Gratitude. Yes. I love that. Yes. Do you feel like more optimistic, more yes. clear, more yes. ready to move forward? Yes. Yes, I actually do. I'm, I'm usually, I was very excited about meeting with you today and doing this podcast, but um, I'm told that this month, even though it's at the ending, is going to be a very uh, fruitful month for me. And I believe that. And I think it's coming. You know, I feel it. Like, I just feel it. I'm so getting shivers. I think it's coming too. Yes. I'm <laughs> They're speaking to me. Yes. Yes. You bring it. You bring it, girl. Abby. You want it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like in my stomach, it's like, I feel something coming and it's, to others, huge might be something monetary or whatever, but that's not for me. Huge is just like, um, hey, you know, Abby's podcast, they, they heard it at the healthcare seminar, you know, like things like that. That's huge to me, you know. But I just feel like things, something's going, something's coming. And it's, mm. I'm very optimistic. And I'm telling God, thank you already. And I'm grateful. Like, I'm telling him, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because I feel it. Yeah. Something is coming. 
Yes. Oh my God. That's so powerful. I literally do keep getting the like chills through my whole body. Thank you. I feel something big is coming too. I think you are on the verge of breakthrough and hopefully all good things are coming your way. The universe works in mysterious ways. And as yeah. someone who does a lot of coaching on money, like try not to be attached to how, when, why right. it's going to come up. Just like stay open, allow yourself to receive, keep putting it out there, keep staying strong to your values and we'll, and let God universe spirit do the rest. And if, if you know of anyone or if anyone would like to donate, um, I have a PayPal at Yafa, Y-A-F, A-A-H 3783 at gmail.com. That's Y-A-F-A-A-H 3783 at gmail.com. I also have a cash app. It's dollar sign Trey, T-R-A-Y 4473. And also I'll put up my phone number if anybody just wanted to do it that way. It's 203-800-0857. Awesome. That, that was about to be my next question was how can people yeah. find you or your business? Do you, do you, um, Emerging. do you want to mention like Instagram or anything yeah. like that? On Instagram, I'm emergent access, emergent underscore access on Twitter. I'm emergent access on Instagram. I mean, on um, Facebook, I'm emergent access um, on LinkedIn. I'm Anitra Roland, A-N-E-E-T-R-A-I-R-O-W-L-A-N-D. And if anyone wants to get in touch with me, um, you can get in touch with me through Abby, my new best friend, or <laughs> you can reach me through any of those channels. My email address is info at emergentaccessservices.com, info at emergentaccessservices.com. And I will make sure to get all of that from you to include in the show notes as well. So if you guys yes. are listening, you can check the show notes um, and get all of that information that Anitra just gave us on how to find her. Thank you, Abby. Thank you so much for coming on, Anitra. This was amazing to talk to you. Yes. I feel like I've known you for a long time, but yeah, this is great. Too, I, I thank think you we so are going to be longtime friends here. Yes, we are. <laughs> And I look forward to the uh, podcast air date. I look forward to your success. Um, and thank you for what you do. Greatly appreciate it. Happy holidays. Thank you. You too. And thank you listeners for joining us. We will see you next time for the next podcast of Ask Abby. Yeah. <laughs> Bye Abby. <laughs>